we've got a sit down coming up with actress and businesswoman Entle. <laughs> How are you? I'm well, I'm well, I'm well. How are you? Sir? I'm very good. It's great to have you here. And I saw that there was this build up, this thing that you were building up to, this announcement that you yes. were building up to. And then, of course, the news <laughs> dropped that you joined forces with the House of Mandela, Africa Rising and Global Citizen because mm. you're raising funds to empower the youth of uh, South yeah, Africa. Yeah, so you're hosting yeah. this Forever Young dinner, uh, Forever Young ball and gala yes, dinner yes. at his home in Houghton. At his home. Wow. How that amazing is, is that? Yeah. The fact that we're actually allowed in that space and, yeah. and you walk into that house and you feel an energy also as near that <clears throat> excuse me mm. that you can't really explain mm. and th- the fact that we're having the gala in that power yes. come on now <laughs> come on <laughs> i thought it was incredible so yeah. um the, the family of course is behind this i see that they've added their voices in mm-hmm. support of this mm-hmm. initiative mm-hmm. what do you seek to achieve with it um you know, we, we all tackle various subjects uh, mm. with regard to social and economic stability. And personally, Entle Kids, for me, rules womanhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so important that women be financially, economically just stable mm. and mental health as well. Mm-hmm. We've been watching this femicide that's been happening in South Africa in the last couple of years. Mm. And I just thought I have to do something about it. As a woman, I can't just sit back and let it happen. Mm. And what Entlek Hairs Foundation works with is it works around the lives of women, getting them stable, educating them, placing them after the education. So it's a whole process of watching someone confidence rise mm. and also growing them as a person as well mm. Mm. and i know you went on um a getaway with some of the ladies yes. uh, the girls that are in the program yes. what yes. a month ago yes. so uh where you had a slumber party and mm-hmm. used that time to really get to know them yeah. and what is yeah. what is on their minds yeah. what came out of that what were you hearing you know from these young women crazy stuff crazy yeah. crazy crazy things and you start to realize how deep our pain is as mm-hmm. women and when it starts mm. i mean i had women from the age of 13 to 20 but the 13 year olds had very similar problems to the 20 year olds which which um it, it lends that bridge of we all have the same kind of depression at any given time mm-hmm. just we don't know it um i wish i had a psychologist at that, that day. yes, and yeah. I think I got to learn a whole lot more in terms of how deep issues can go, mm, um, and I guess how to better support the, the as program. well as yeah. well. And I think a lot of us people of color, because on 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 uh, the event, I had uh, black girls, colored girls, and Caucasian girls, and we have the same issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 widened up the way I see women and why we're so strong. But uh, getting a psychologist is something I want to do for all the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, getting them into school without having to worry about school fees is something I want to do in future. Getting them dressed for success and knowing how to act when they're in a, a room full of people selling themselves. And just generally not leaning on older men for money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so it is walking them through those uh, early years yes. of womanhood yes. and hopefully they'll be able to pay it yes. forward once they feel solidified enough. Yes. And you talk about womanhood. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and this is something that you've raised before in different guises and different mm. conversations. And one of them was at the um, In Good Company gathering. Yes. I was there. Yes. yes. And you were one of the speakers, in fact. Mm-hmm. And um, for the first time, you actually opened up about the reports a couple of years ago regarding your husband, mm-hmm. DJ Black Coffee, uh, and headlines about infidelity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what played mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And the question of sisterhood, of womanhood, mm-hmm. was a theme that that ran through your talk. Yes. And yes. I want to uh, uh, go back to that a little bit. Um, so you you said, and this is something that was highlighted or, or spotlighted <laughs> during Women's Month, yeah. you know, um, about whether or not we support each other sufficiently mm. or whether mm. or not uh, we don't stick together mm. uh, in the workplace, that PhD, yeah. pull her down syndrome. Yes. And you tackled this head on much to the discomfort of a lot of people in the audience. And I, I, I feel we shouldn't be uncomfortable with it. Also, you've been married before, you know, the trials and tribulations of a marriage and fidelity, all of that, you know, it. Mm. and as an older woman or a woman with experience, I feel we should almost pass down the baton and, mm-hmm. and just educate younger girls on what marriage is actually about. And this fairy tale we do have in our heads, life often doesn't give us that. Mm. Um, I felt I had to speak on sisterhood that day because my sisters were hardest on me mm-hmm. when this whole situation was happening. And I found men more understanding. I found men tapping me on the shoulder. Women were just like, yeah, no Beyonce. <laughs> you know, mm. and it's hurtful. Mm. It, it begged the question, where is the sisterhood? I'm by woman. I was raised by woman and I'm for woman. And when I see such things happen, it kills my soul. Yeah. It kills my soul. Yeah. So I felt the need to just speak up on it. Yeah. Whether they were ready or not. No, I don't think they were. Why <laughs> I say that there was this element of discomfort like, yo, you know, people kind of scratching the back of their necks. And it's a reality away. of all of our lives. Yes. It's a reality of all of our lives. We have to communicate it. No one's mm-hmm. perfect. Far from it at that. Mm-hmm. So... I'm, I'm proud I spoke on it. I'm happy. I have no regrets. Because I thought it was an incredibly vulnerable moment. Yes, it was a powerful yes. moment at mm-hmm. the same time. But why did you feel ready now? Because it's years later. People yes. have forgotten. You know, because some were also saying, why did you have to dredge and something from 2014 when uh, your husband has done so well, when you have done so mm-hmm. well, your children are now grown and so on. So why did you feel this was a critical time? It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It was for the girl that's coming after me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to in any way bring up attention back to it, mm-hmm. but it was more for an education and just an eye opener. Mm. Mm. And we it takes strength. No, it takes a lot of strength mm. to do that. We're so scared of our pain, but we have to deal with it at some point in time. Yeah. And I have dealt with it. And uh, my heart is at ease. And that's why I can speak so freely about it as well. Mm, all these years later. And he was there to support you too, because you didn't spare him. Because so often um, people would say, well, uh, don't... <laughs> don't blame the woman. Yes. No, both yes. of y'all messed up. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I thought, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're black uh, yeah, coffee. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it wasn't even an Ayaya situation. And no. that's why even no. in the conversation, I was like, baby, I love you, but... The truth. <laughs> yes, yes. Was it hard dealing with that between the two of you to get to this point? Oh yes. Because not only were, did, were you outing him, but or, or outing the situation, you're mm. also outing him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is what it is. I mean, we we had our lives 
so beautifully painted on the canvas of all yeah. <laughs> newspapers. So it's very hard to keep such a thing a secret. Um, it was out there. Mm. I, I spoke on it. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. No. It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. What makes mm-hmm. you say that? Mm-hmm. I think it's where I am with regards to the relationship. In what sense? Um, you know, something I've been watching a whole lot recently is the Red Table Talk mm-hmm. with Jada Pinkett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I found so many similarities between me and her. Hence, I say, when you deal with your pain and it lays with you, not on you, mm-hmm. you're blessed, you're fine, you're safe because you found your safe space and you almost understand each other as a couple at that point. Mm-hmm. And if you're both working towards improving yourselves for the relationship, Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the fight. Be better. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, can you relate then to the parts where she talks about? Here he is, a hugely successful mm. individual, mm-hmm. um, very driven, yeah. very driven, yeah. builds a life and a world. Yes. And she is um, not that she's sitting back, but she has to go along. Yes. She has to go along yes. in spite of her and own sacrifice herself. Her sacrifice herself mm. in spite mm. of her own. Dreams and ambitions. And I think we women do that often. Yeah. Because of what society expects a marriage to be. I mean, I remember two years into getting married, my husband got me a pair of shorts, beautiful shorts, and I wore them and I posted it on um, social media. And I remember people being like, Ha, but Ushadile, I'm a shorts. And I thought, wow, mm. is this what it means? Mm-hmm. When you get married as a woman, it's a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, you cease to be sexy. You cease to be. You're no longer. Own. Yes. Your own yes, aesthetic, yes, your own body, your yes, expression. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I've always been a fighter. I'm a silent fighter. I'm very strong. My still waters run extremely deeply. And I wanted this marriage to be what we are. Mm-hmm. Not what society expects a marriage to be. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. So, because you, you're both very busy, yeah. are there times when you just pass each other down the passage, like, "Hi, yes, yes," <laughs> <laughs> and this Bye. week is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, definitely, definitely. And how do you cope with that? Because they're children. You have a three-year-old and a seven-year-old, oh. and there's also the teenager. Oh, my children love me so much to a point where, as soon as I walk in the house, I get jumped on. Mm-hmm. By both of them, we either end up on the floor or someone's <laughs> bumped their head somewhere. But we spend so much time together, me and the kids, that there's a real connection and it's it's deep. It's beautiful. I, I don't feel they feel when I am working even because yeah. when I am with them, I'm so connected. I'm there. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And he spends a lot of time away. Yes. How does yes. he uh, make sure that what you have or he has mm-hmm. similar to what you have with them? I think it's so important to listen. Um, Is he a good listener? He's. I'm. I'm teaching him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely teaching him. Yes. Um, but it's so important to listen to each other and your love languages, because we're not the same. So it's very important to just communicate with the with the baby, with the mm-hmm. manzus, mm-hmm. and just find out what you need from each other. Yeah, I mm. remember some time back you were saying. Uh, one of the things you loved was that he would check in to see when you were dating. You check in to see when you had free time during the day. Yes, and he would do everything to make sure that even as busy as you were, mm. even with the little gaps yeah. that were there, it's important. Yeah, you would see each other. Yes, it's, mm. it's really important, and those are the important moments that 
we don't really think of. It's the memories. Yeah. That's what makes up a relationship. When someone's gone and you think of them, it's always the best memories that come up because you do so much together. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does the scale or the prospects or the size of the ambition that you both have, uh-huh. does it scare you sometimes? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not scaring me yet. Mm. Um, I think both of us dream so big. Yeah. It's it's the planning that scares more than anything. It's the getting there. Mm. Um, but in terms of the dreams being big, no. Yeah. And, and it's very hard to find people who think the same way. People who break the ceiling just a little and yeah. dance around the box and not in it. It's very hard, but we found mm-hmm. that in each other. Yeah. It's great. It seems so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because just as... It, 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 what you're doing is different, of course, and mm-hmm. it's happening in different different mm-hmm. areas of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, there's a beautiful dance because mm-hmm. it complements what you do. Complements exactly. what he does is complimenting. Exactly. Uh, 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 and now I think of the your foray into music. There's this EP coming out as part of, oh, yes, the, fundraising. Part of the fundraiser. fundraiser. Was that his influence? No, um, I love music myself, uh-huh. <laughs> and I also just thought if the average person can't really buy a ticket or um, buy an art piece, what do we do? Mm-hmm. So we have an EP and, and music is something that touches naturally. And we created, we spoke to a couple of artists, Monewa, um, Ricky Rick. Yeah, I mean, looking at Moon this Child, list, the late double HP. The late I think, double HP. Java, oh, who's hot at the Java, moment. And the, yeah. the music is beautiful. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel corny. <laughs> <laughs> I was running away from that. It didn't sound corny. Uh And Gabomo was one of the producers who helped in extent with that. And they all did such a great job. Uh, The the music is on point. Mm. (laughs) But Nati had nothing to do with it. Uh, We did use the Solistic Music Studios, as it only makes sense. I wouldn't go to Universal if the hubby is right there. And so, yeah, it it was lovely. Were you worried about what you would think as someone who creates Absolutely no, fantastic no, music. No, uh-huh. because a lot of his music taste comes from me. So <laughs> I wasn't worried. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I wasn't worried at all. What have you music. taught him that you would say has influenced a particular song or, or part of his sound? <laughs> you know, I think sometimes musicians tend to <laughs> to get too serious about the music and forget what the music was about. Yeah. And once you start playing with your music... You know, we all feel the energy of what was behind the music. Mm. 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 Uh, so just to r- relax a little bit. Come on, just a little. Just a little. Is he tense? Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Loosen him up. He's a little uptight, you know, from what you've just described. No, like Shem, uptight he's, and he's, holding onto it. He, he loves rules. Yeah. So I stay away from the rules. Mm. Now, one thing about you is that your mom was in has been in this industry for the entertainment yes. industry for a long time Feels like a hundred years yes yeah. i mean she has seen the careers of so many different people mm. i got to i've worked with her extensively as well over mm. the years so sis bongi is one of those a trusted makeup artist mm. in the business mm. um and it must have meant a lot mm. to have someone with that kind of experienced hand yes. helping your career because you started at mm. 17 mm. to mm. help guide you. And in I was your on career. set with my mother, which was lovely. Yeah. Um, she's so, so is that strong. what's added to this temperament? Because yes. you have quite a calm temperament when uh, so many would be going crazy. I mean, at the age of 17, <laughs> to uh, play the part that you did in such a powerful way because it kept mm, it, it literally. You. Opened up your career. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. It did. And 
my mom was a pivotal she played a pivotal role in this whole thing uh, I didn't lose my mind because of the mother I had mm. um, I've really always understood that this is a job don't let it get to your head because once it does everything tends to just go the wrong way um, sticking to my plan you know the way I do things usually takes me longer to get to the final goal yeah. but no one's couch no one's bed no one's anything mm. I'll work for what I want mm. and, and I'll get there in time mm. and I'm half Halfway there. Good things are gone. Good things are gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, you were talking about womanhood earlier on, and uh, now as you've just expanded the role that your mom has played, mm. but there's also the role that our fathers have played. Yes. And yours is uh, an interesting one because he's had what, 11 children. You're one of 11 <laughs> from him. <laughs> Spit at it. <laughs> Didn't expect that question. <laughs> yes, yes. Daddy was a Rolling Stone. Daddy was handsome and bawling and, you mm. know, the perfect bachelor. Um, yeah, he, he's a, he was a good man. He had his issues, but he was a good man. Um, because it also helps to shape yes. our own womanhood yes. and how we run our relationships. Yes, yes. The kind of yes. father that we yes. had. But I, I learned everything I know from what I see and what I like from mm-hmm. the outside, mm-hmm. not growing up with a father in the house. Mm. Um, was it hard? No, because I never knew how it felt to have a man in the house. Um, yeah, because some say that that's how we, we, we don't know how to role model. Yeah. You know, uh, but being I'm grateful. a wife or uh, I'm grateful. being a husband yeah. kind of thing. I'm, I'm really grateful because I didn't become the woman that wants to give her whole life away for marriage. Right. In fact, I never even wanted to get ma- married. I just happened to fall in love. Within three months. I mean, how does Black Coffee propose in three months? Hey, man, when the feels are feeling, you can't hide. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide. Can't run. No, you can't, ru- you can't run from the feels. Mm. But yeah, I think that's as much I'm going to give you on of that. Of course, that's, that's okay. <laughs> Um, so the fashion thing, fashion. you were a fashion student yes. um, and then you decided to change to drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went and studied for film at Boston mm-hmm. and then now recently the Lee Strasberg Theatre and Film Institute yes. in New York. Yes, that was is, in L.A. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, in L.A., not yes, New York. Yes, uh-huh. I loved it. I, I, I loved every single second, you know. It's beautiful to be in an environment where no one knows who you are. Mm-hmm. So they don't mm-hmm. know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And to be challenged as well. Mm-hmm. I love being challenged. I think studying there challenged me just a little. H- hence, I couldn't stay on the set of Broken Vows last year. Um, I was dying. I felt like I was just reading dialogue and that I'd, that I'd waste myself. I'd rather not have a performing role on screen if it's not something that's going to get people going, whoa, she can go there too. Mm. Um, so I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm seeing my performance differently. It's no longer about how many jobs I have, but the quality of it. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, and so the fashion side of it, um, you have your maternity range. Yes. Issy Pregles. Yes. yes. Any more babies then? Me. Since there's a maternity No. <laughs> Angie buffoon. You know, there's always a the temptation of having a, a baby girl. And I've always said... Because you're gonna, boys. Yes, yes, yes. And I've always wanted to have, like, because people would always say to me, you look Vietnamese, you know, the structure of your face is Asian. So I've fallen in love with the Asians. Maybe one day I'll have, like, a little Asian baby and call her Asanda and she will speak <laughs> Zulu. 
<laughs> so let's see. Let's see how that works out. Yes. <laughs> well, so all of the best with this dinner. It's, it's going to be a crazy weekend. It's going to be an amazing weekend. The 30th weekend. of November. 30th of November at Mandela's house. Um, forever Young Ball and Gala Dinner. Boom. And the great thing about it is we're launching the Met Gala. So this will be a Met Gala, the Africa's very first Met Gala. <laughs> when are you announcing the international star? On the day. Coming? On the day. Yes. So they yes. will be there. They will be there. They will be there. Still keeping it a secret. We, we have to. Yeah. We, they work very differently. We can't be like, hey, and Beyonce's coming. <laughs> Is that a clue? <laughs> Is that a clue? I hmm. wonder. Hmm. And do you have her number? No, I wish I did. Oh, do you have Cassie's number? No. No, do I? No, I don't. Do you I have don't. Alicia Keys' number? No, I don't. Do you have Swiss Beats' <laughs> no, number? I don't. Do you have Puffy's number? Why? <laughs> <laughs> because they're your husband's friends. <laughs> yeah, they're his friends, exactly. <laughs> Just teasing. So, um, this will be invite only, but as you said, people who want to play a part in raising funds and being part of this yes, activism, yes, um, yes. they can then support the music. Yes. Um, just, just, uh, listen to my social media. Keep your ears on the ground. I'll keep making announcements as things get warmer and hotter. Yeah. And yeah. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for all of the me, best Osaza. and congratulations. <laughs> thank you. And yes, you should be calling me Osaza. I'm her but, mother's peer. You know what well, I mean? I'm not quite. And but. that's why the respect. I'll always <laughs> Osaza, you always. <laughs>